You know every superhero gotta have theme music, right? People are crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going utterly mad. This guy gets it. I like him. He's getting angry. All right, brothers and sisters, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes and imagine something. Wait, wait, wait. Not not if you're driving. <laughs> if you're driving, open your eyes real quick. Maybe pull over. But everybody else, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about black films. I want you to think about the history of black movies. And I want you to think about how many times you went to the movies and you saw something that made you feel angry, made you feel little to no pride in being an African-American. How many times you went to a movie and you left saying, well, this ain't nothing but another slave film or this is something that depicts black folks in a negative light. And I want you to think about the history of Hollywood. I want you to think about how many times you watched an award show and you said, well, it's is slanted or slotted against black folks. I want you to take all of this energy, this frustration. I want you to ball up your left fist. I want you to ball it up as tight as you can to think about all that frustration. Now, if you me, you're probably going to take it a step further. You're going to beat it on something, man, because you're tired of seeing these images, man. You tired of seeing black folks not getting a fair share in Hollywood. You tired of seeing black folks not being depicted on the big screen in a positive and a profound way. Now I want you to open your fists up and I want you to open your eyes and I want you to see what's in front of you. What's in front of you right now in 2018 is a movie that depicts African-Americans in a, in a positive way that displays the African diaspora in a positive way that is critically acclaimed, that is nationally and internationally recognized. And I want you to ask yourself a question. How is it that we could finally get the movie that we always wanted and people are still mad? Live from Wakanda, it's a special episode of Making the Difference, and I am your tour guide. I am your host. Can't make it. Glad to be with y'all today. Before we jump into this conversation, I want to shout out my sponsors real quick. I want to shout out Jesse and Doris Willard, which are locally owned nation on block at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. I recommend it because of their 25 years in the business and because they personally do my taxes. Give them a call 706-305-1412. 706-305-1412. Hey, it's tax season. It's tax time. Y'all go ahead and make that happen. I can speak to them again from personal experience, man. And look, just from the past few months, they got your boy right. Making a Difference is also brought to you by AAA Iron and Fabrication over at 2517 Deansbridge Road. AAA Iron and Fabrication, we are ready to work for you. 706-738-8044, 706-738-8044. That's AAA Iron and Fabrication. 
if I sound a little different today, it's because I am doing this podcast with the flu. And, um, you know, hey, what can I say, man? You love, you know, you love what you do when you do it with the flu. Uh, so flu game sick. We're going to make it happen here on the podcast. This is something that's been long overdue. I really been want to get some things off my chest about the Black Panther movie. I know you guys have seen and heard the think pieces uh, ad nauseum. I know you guys have seen the posts on Facebook, the spoilers, uh, all of those different types of things. I want to clarify a point. Uh, that was made earlier in the podcast, you know, in terms of talking about the movie that we always wanted. Hey, I know Black Panther's not the first black su- superhero movie. I know Black Panther's not the first movie that made us feel proud. But I'm talking about, you know, in this particular era, in this particular time to get a movie with that level of hype that was able to meet the expectations and actually exceed expectations. I mean, this is, you know, one of the better flicks that we've seen in a while. I know some people are putting this, you know, at, at the top of, you know, some of their favorite movie lists. And and rightfully so. It's a it's a movie. It's a it, that clearly has a cultural impact, whether you love the movie, whether you hate the movie, whether you, you know, want to nitpick the movie. I think this is definitely, you know, a for better, for worse. This movie is a target. And I think it speaks to, again, just the cultural impact and the overall uh, excellence of the movie is why it's receiving, you know, some of this critical acclaim and in some cases, uh, flat out hate. What I would like to do for a little bit in talking about Black Panther, and, and if you have not seen the movie, I would strongly suggest that you go see the movie, look um, immediately, post haste, and come back to this podcast because there are definitely going to be some, you know, look, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> but I'm going to take the time to talk about some key things and some key ideas, you know, associated with this movie. Uh, the first. And I think the most profound, um, it's not so much a concern. I think it's just more of an observation of what I see in terms of how people are responding to this movie. And I think it's ironic because there's another popular show that's on TV right now called Black Mirror. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of with Black Panther is I'm seeing that there's this mirror when people are watching Black Panther and they're responding to Black Panther. I think they're, what I'm seeing is a reflection of how people feel about themselves and how people feel about black people, about black folks in general. And so that's what I'm getting. And so that's why I think you're getting people are people are doing what they're doing with this movie is is in a in a unique and sometimes very aggravating way. People are taking this movie and they are shaping it and molding it um, into whatever their agenda whatever their personality may be. And so that's why, again, I think you're getting all of these think pieces. That's why you're getting all of these, you know, responses and dialogues. You know, if you're a person who, you know, likes to tell jokes and have a good time, I think you're getting that from Black Panther. If you're a person who cares about the African diaspora, you're getting, you know, um, concerns and issues about that. If you're somebody who's out here, you know, strong with the Hotep two-step, you know, you're finding anything and everything wrong with this movie, even though, I mean, let's face it, you know, it's a movie that represents African-Americans. It represents black folks in a positive light. So, I mean, what what are you really mad about? And then you have folks out here who, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, really, because you have folks who really just aren't able to have fun. I mean, they aren't able to just step back for a few hours and just say, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this movie for what it is. For my part, Black Panther is a long time coming because I am not only a fan of Marvel comics, but I am a fan of this particular character. And to see this character come to life in this way, 
be played by a young man uh, from my home state of South Carolina. Matter of fact, for in an area where my parents and my family grew up, that being Anderson, South Carolina, and some of the surrounding areas, is is very refreshing to see this uh, see this movie come to life. The movie itself was regal, it was riveting, and it clearly had some ideas that it wanted to convey, and I think it did those things in a a very satisfying, a very real, a very profound way. Was it a perfect movie in terms of ideology? No. Was it a perfect movie in terms of black politics? No. However, I didn't go to the movie. And more importantly, I'm not putting the the fate of black economics, nor am I putting the fate of black politics on a comic book character. Nor would I ask you to do the same. I would rather put that burden of responsibility on myself, the host of Making a Difference, and on you, the listener. This is the danger of deifying celebrity. This is the danger of making things more important than they actually are. Because when you do that, you allow for your movement, you allow for your mode of operation, for your way of life to be co-opted by people who don't necessarily care about the same things that you do, which is why you have to take your own political destiny in your hands. How many things have to happen in this country for you to understand that? But let's get back to Black Panther for a minute. I think one of the lasting ideals or ideas that we have to understand about this movie, I'm going to uh, phrase it or present it in a singular word. And that word is dichotomy. Again, that's dichotomy. That's D-I-C-H-O-T-O-M-Y. Shout out my man. CJ, CJ says, hey, man, uh, stop using the big words on the podcast. CJ, man, I, I can't help it, man. Dichotomy is a division or contrast between two things that are or are represented as being op- opposed or entirely different. One of the lasting ideas or conflicts that we see in Black Panther is this dichotomy between T'Challa, the Black Panther, who was played by Chadwick Boseman and Eric Killmonger, who's played by Michael B. Jordan and the conflict that ends up playing out on the screen is T'Challa is a representative of Wakanda and Wakanda is this isolationist uh, community that has all of these great resources and the idea of Wakanda, you know, in their isolationist, um, a word I don't, I don't, I don't think it's been used nearly as much separatist, um, they're, they're separating themselves from society to create this almost utopian atmosphere. And Killmonger comes in as a descendant of Wakanda, but asks a very profound question. And that question being um, why or how rather can Wakanda see all of these, you know, oppre- all of this oppression against African-Americans or not African-Americans, excuse me, against black people all over the world. And why hasn't Wakanda done more to stand up against that oppression? That is really the, the conflict of the movie. And here's my concern when we start talking about dichotomy and black folks, because what ends up happening is, you know, you get your you have your Booker T. Washington versus W.B. Du Bois debates. You have your uh, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King versus the brother Malcolm X. You have those debates. And 
very rarely do I think people really sit down and instead of saying people as intellectual equals or, you know, or rather see two individuals who have something to offer intellectually, we want to see folks as rivals. And especially in the case of Martin and Malcolm, we do them an extreme disservice. And for me, this is the danger of dichotomy. Because when I look at T'Challa and I look at Killmonger, there are elements of Wakanda or of Wakandan life. And there are elements of Killmonger's ideology that I agree with. I agree with both. And I believe that had the movie played out in a way. And again, this is look, this is fantasy where, you know, just just exploring these ideas. If those two brothers had a chance to really sit down and say, hey, you know, in, in Killmonger's case, of course, Killmonger took his agenda to, you know, extreme measures. And it could be argued that T'Challa's father, uh, T'Chaka, took uh, his idea or took Wakandan uh, ideology to extreme measures. But imagine this, because you guys know the, the movie ended up where, you know, after they had the big conflict, T'Challa realized, hey, you know, we need to, you know, offer up our services and our resources to the rest of the world. But. T'Challa did so in a more of a of a humanitarian way that while it it, it may have improved life, I, I know that you know there was a then a movie where they had the you know they set up the I don't know if it was a, so much a STEM research place, but there was like an outreach center that was set up in Oakland, and that was the you know set up by the Wakandans. But one of the things that I would have liked to have seen in that scenario, you know, if you're going to talk to the United Nations and if you're going to be a diplomat, I would have liked to have seen an incident or, or an instance where the Wakandans would have held those folks accountable, would have held. Let's talk about, you know, America would have held the USA accountable for some of the, the crimes and things that have happened in the past against black folks, things that not so much in the past, but are even currently happening. And the way that you get to have a conversation like that is when you explore the dichotomy, you, when you explore dichotomy. And that was one of the beautiful things that really happened with Martin and Malcolm. I get a chance to, to share this often and say this often because so many people talk about Martin and Malcolm and they really don't understand that toward the end of both of these men's lives. And to think that neither of these men made it to their 40th birthday to think that they were still, you know, formulating ideas and, and adapting to the world around them. But they realized that they were not so much, so much rivals as they were men who had a similar agenda. And that was the advancement of black people. And they looked at the, some of the fallacies of even the things that they wanted to do. And they looked at, looked across the table and said, you know what, this brother's got some things I can, I can use that's going to make the situation better. And that's what made them so dynamic. When I think about, uh, Reverend Dr. King's last book, uh, where do we go from here? Cast our community. There were so many ideas in there where he's saying some of the same things that Malcolm said in terms of challenging white liberals in terms of, you know, demanding economic accountability, not only from the establishment, but from black elite. And so we see the fruits of exploring dichotomy, but very rarely do we have these conversations within our community. Why is that? Well, for me, it's very simple. First, we have to understand there's a decided 
lack of interest in black history because it's not something that's promoted by the establishment. And ironically enough, I am presenting this to you, um, this pot, this podcast to you all toward the end of what is deemed black history month. Now, if you guys are familiar with the making a difference podcast, you guys know I am not really a fan of black history month. It goes against, I believe the um, ideals of what Carter G Woodson was trying to put together when he established black history month. And if you don't know, uh, it was a stopgap that uh, Mr. Or, I don't know if it's Dr. or Mr. Woodson, but look, you know how we like to do in our community, man. We're going to call he going to be Dr. Woodson today. What I believe Dr. Woodson was trying to accomplish was to create a stopgap until we eventually got to a place where black history became a part of the everyday American curriculum. And we are so far from that now. As a matter of fact, Black History Month in and of itself is a caricature where we celebrate the same 10 to 15 um, black heroes. And rarely do we really dip and dig deep into what is not only black history. And I'm not saying this, you know, to be cliche. I'm saying this in all honesty and with all sincerity and what is American history and what is world history. But we allow that history to be put up on a bookshelf or to be, you know, to be buried underground and we don't demand more. And because we have a limited understanding of history, then it's very hard for us to break down and to dissect and to explore the dichotomy of ideas that we really don't understand. And this is to our disadvantage because we end up fighting the same wars. And so here we are politically, socially, psychologically fighting the same wars or similar wars that we fought 50 years ago. Wars that, if we're going to be really honest, are wars that we fought ever since we were brought over here in slave ships. Yet as much as there is dichotomy, I also want to talk about unity because this movie gave us an opportunity to see strong black women. And one of the things that disappoints me now is I think we've gotten to a point in this country where we separate what women are able to do when are able to accomplish with what men are able to do and what men are able to accomplish. And I feel like there should be some unity there. And while there were some moments of conflict between men and women in black Panther, I think ultimately we see the strength of what happens when men and women can come together um, in a brotherly sisterly uh, atmosphere in an atmosphere of community to try to get things done. There were elements of black feminism to be sure. There were also elements of uh, deference where that that understanding of responsibility and of duty made the country made Wakanda better as a whole. And I think these are ideas that we can uh, that can translate over to African-American life, both in, in terms of feminism and in terms of, you know, just being a part, uh, a part of the whole overall. We're going to go to commercial here in just a second. But before we do, I just want to leave and, and share with you just this simple idea. And we, we see it throughout this movie and in times of conflict and t- in terms of dichotomy, you know, we have a decision to make. And this is something that I believe is true in among African-American, uh, among black people. And that is in times of conflict, in times of misunderstanding, we can allow our differences to separate us and distract us from a general agenda or we can 
come together and say, okay, we may disagree in this particular area, but we agree on these key ideas and we're going to use our agreements to push the culture forward. I believe when we do that, it will create a paradigm shift that will make us more culturally aware. It will make us more politically aware. It will make us aware of what's going on in our homes and with our families. And those are things that I believe we can build upon. I want to expound on this conversation a bit further after the break, because we've seen this great movie and we've had all of these great conversations. The question comes now, what happens after Black Panther? I think that's a a worthy discussion to have. We're going to have it when we come back. You're listening to Making a Difference. My name is Lauren Macon and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists, Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College, Medical Villa Pharmacy. They are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Tax problems giving you the blues. Tax liens, levies, garnishments, unfiled tax returns, denied a passport because you owe back taxes. I'm Jesse Willard with your locally owned H&R Block in Hepsiburg. We have over 25 years of experience in representing clients with tax problems, and we can help you to jazz up your life. Contact us at 706-305-1412 to schedule your free consultation. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. You probably thought they only do port drillings and iron doors, but at AAA Iron and Fabrication, they do a whole lot more. They do grills, that's right. They fabricate custom grills for your cookout needs. They forge team-specific iron doors, meaning that you can show support for the Atlanta Falcons, the Georgia Bulldogs, or whichever team you love. Of course, they do a top-notch job with the services you are familiar with. They can make your porch look like new with hundreds of styles of railings, and they also provide security in style with window bars. AAA Iron and Fabrication is located at 2517 Deansbridge Road. They've been in business for decades and they take pride in serving the Augusta community and surrounding areas. AAA Iron and Fabrication, they are ready to work for you. AAA Iron and Fabrication, 706-738-8044, 706-738-8044. Tell them you heard this ad on Making a Difference and you'll get 15% off your order. Welcome back to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. We, I said before the break that I was going to talk about um, what do we do after Black Panther. But before we do that, I really want to take just a moment to address, you know, some of the folks who are not happy with this movie and not, I'm not talking about, you know, the alt right. I'm not talking about, you know, trolling uh, white folks, you know, who say, well, uh, why do we, you know, why is it important? Why is this movie so important? You know, uh, why has it got to be the Black Panther? Like, I'm, I'm really not into that. I'm, I'm more talking about folks who 
to my folks who look like us, who don't understand why people like love this movie so much and why it means so much for us to see just a positive black image on the screen. And I think a lot of it, well, not a lot of it, but some of it really uh, breaks down to like a sad, a sad truth. And that sad truth is like, we really don't know how to enjoy ourselves. Like some of us really define our lives and define who we are through the struggle, through, you know, the African-American struggle, whether it's the struggle for civil rights. And, you know, we have this idea like, you know, there there's no progress without struggle or without struggle. There's no progress. But we get to the point, I believe, in our in our in our community at times or among our people at times where like we embrace the struggle more than we embrace or enjoy the progress. And there's a there's a duality there that we have to understand and we have to appreciate not to, uh, tri- you know, trivialize struggle and not to, you know, uh, celebrate or, you know, things that maybe we shouldn't be celebrating. But, you know, I see the I, I see I'm, I'm hesitant to say paradigm shift. But what I do see is that Marvel, that certain people bet on black and they won big as I'm doing this podcast. And I believe we're about we're about two weeks in on Black Panther. And this movie has done seven hundred million dollars worldwide now some people say well you know you just look you're just making money for the colonizers but what i see is is that i i see an opportunity where you say okay an all-black cast did major numbers in a movie where we didn't have to cross-dress where you know there wasn't gratuitous violence where there wasn't you know obscenities profanities you know it was a largely family-friendly movie and in that sense i believe it can be a paradigm shift how do we build on it is it something where we have have an opportunity to have you know more you know directors more black directors you know more um, more situations where we see an all-black cast i think those are things that while the getting is good while we see these positive images on screen. These are things that we need to build on and take advantage of. Let's not rest on our laurels in, at this important time, but let's build on those things. But again, I just, I want people who are saying, you know, I don't understand why, why, why folks are so happy. I want you to really sit down and think about what it is that you're saying with all of the things that's going on in this country, with this awful president that we have, with these awful things that are happening in the schools you know, in a country that is just seems like it's just falling apart at the seams. Hey, folks just want to get out and have a good time. And that's what's happening with this movie. And I'm grateful. You listen to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. We're talking about Black Panther. And right now we're going to talk about what, you know, what things should happen in the aftermath of this movie. And the first thing I want to say is just continue in what you guys have been doing. And what I've been seeing on social media is so beautiful. I've been seeing folks who you know, have been and you know, have been, I've seen black pride in a way that I haven't seen it in a very long time in a way that, you know, I don't think any of us have seen it maybe in decades. I want you guys to continue to embrace that, you know, whether it's in apparel, whether it's in personality, whether it's in spending time with your family, 
let's keep doing that. You know, people are going to the movies. They got they're dressing up in maybe cosplay. They're dressing up, you know, in African attire. African attire. Keep doing that, man. Don't stop doing that. I love it. It's beautiful. It's a great vibe. It promotes culture. As we're wearing the apparel, I will also ask that you guys learn more about your history. I, I hope and I pray that this movie is able to do that, is able to really just awaken like a, a, a cultural renaissance. Man, that's that's really my hope um, now that I'm seeing, you know, just the, the cultural impact and just the excitement that this movie has generated. But I think one of the great things I'm seeing as well is just the humanitarian nature of people, people who were donating to see that these kids are going to see that, that kids are going to see the movie, you know, people who are doing giveaways. And I understand that in Oakland, you know, uh, life is imitating art. There was $10 million that was donated to a STEM center in Oakland. I think that's something that's so important as, you know, we're seeing a shift in this country in terms of, you know, accessibility. We understand the importance of STEM science, technology, engineering, and math. If this movie is able to encourage our kids to attain excellence in those fields, that's a major key. And that's something that, that I definitely want to see, but I want to go back and talk about the humanitarian side of it. I want to shout out my man, uh, grip, man. This brother was in DC, man, and was able to, you know, put some things together, um, in terms of just having folks to come out to the movies, uh, not only just for the community at large, because those type of, of events are important too. Because so many of us, you know, at, at times are saying, well, man, there's nothing really to do. And, you know, in, in my community, in my area, and I, I would like to just say, you know, for those those studios who, you know, really didn't understand how important this was for black folks and, you know, made it difficult in some cases. That was something that I experienced personally. I won't get too much into it, but you really missed out. You missed out not only in terms of economics, but you missed out in terms of really just um, endearing your community to some of the services that you may provide to these movie theaters. But going back to my man Grip, you know, he had an opportunity to not only just have the people just to come out and enjoy the movie, but to really get young people involved. Um, not only just to see the movie, but to, you know, be stewards, to learn more about photography and different things like that. So, brother, I salute you, man. And we're seeing a lot of things like that, where it's, this movie is just really bringing out the best in people, man. I love it, man. And I salute each and every one of y'all, you know, from the heart. If you're one of those hard headed people who has not seen the movie and you just said, I'm going to just listen to the podcast regardless. I don't care how much gets spoiled. I really didn't spoil too much. Um, I really want you to go out and go see the movie. Take somebody, you know, to go see it with you. Enjoy life. That's look, I'm going to go see it again with my wife here in a little bit. Um, That's that's really my takeaway from this. Aside from the thing pieces, aside from the great conversations, a lot of this just gets down to quality of life, man. It just gets down to, you know, enjoying life. You know, you know, there's obviously a time to work and there's a time to to struggle and there's a time for adversity, man. But it's just sometimes, man, we just want to get out and just enjoy life, man. So allow this movie to be there for you, man. At the end of the day, the purpose of Black Panther is to be a source of entertainment. I understand that many of us have drawn, you know, so many different things, you know, from this movie, but at its at its core, at its essence, it's a chance to take 135 minutes, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I likewise hope that y'all were able to sit back and enjoy some of the commentary here today. As always, man, I just want to encourage y'all to continue to support the Making a Difference movement. Share the podcast, like the podcast, any way, shape, or form. If you listen to this and 
you know, you're in the area, in the Augusta area, maybe abroad, and you want to advertise with the podcast, we definitely want to encourage you to do that. You can shoot us an email at making a difference show at gmail.com. That's M-A-K-I-N-A difference show at gmail.com. I'm Ken Making signing off, man. Love you guys so much. Peace and God bless. Oh, yeah, and Wakanda forever. All right, so the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD making a difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal the movement continues. It continues on social media and far beyond. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to facebook.com backslash making M A K I N a difference show and you can keep up with social commentaries. You can also know when the podcasts are coming out. You can also know when our video laws are coming out. And that's the way you can keep up with that is facebook.com backslash making different show. You can also keep up with us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is difference making. That's D I F F E R E N C E making M A K I N. If you want to follow the SoundCloud podcast, you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. If you're interested in advertising with making a difference, you can shoot an email to making M A K I N a difference show at gmail.com that's making a difference show at gmail.com thank you so much for your support i love you guys peace and god bless you win perfect